0: Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or you can always go to AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. We always appreciate it when you share on social media. We had a big news week last week, so a lot to get to tonight. Uh, Perhaps no story bigger than the Hunter Biden indictment. Of course, we discussed the sweetheart plea deal he originally got on this gun charge. But uh, Special Counsel David Weiss has indicted him on this gun charge for lying on his application about being a drug addict. Uh, Then he lied once again to the gun dealer about being a drug addict. So they've got him on a couple lies here and an illegal gun possession charge, which to me is a start, but hopefully not the end of David Weiss's investigation into Hunter Biden. Uh, Senator Kennedy said, charging Hunter Biden with a gun charge is like charging Jeffrey Dahmer with a littering ticket. I mean, this guy is guilty of so many things. And for this to be the thing that Uh, Republicans are pinning him down on, or uh, David Weiss, the special counsel, just seems like maybe it's protecting the big guy some more. You notice the one thing he was indicted on is one thing that has nothing to do with the big guy, his old man, Joe Biden, which seems to be what the Democrats are desperate to avoid. They'll throw Hunter Biden under the bus if it means uh, protecting Joe Biden, which is what... Really, the big issue is here and the media is completely ignoring these charges like they're illegitimate charges. I mean, it's pretty unbelievable that the excuses they are making for this guy, uh, drug addict junkie, their position against guns. And yet here they are saying he's being unfairly charged uh, for lying on his gun application. Talk about some mental gymnastics that they are using to try and justify this to me. This isn't such great news as some might think, Hunter Biden being indicted, because like I said, it's not connected to Biden, which is what we all uh, are waiting for, the connection with Joe Biden. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on Hunter Biden's latest indictment and the media's portrayal of what is happening? Doing great,
1: Andrew. I was about to... uh... Sped up my water that I was drinking when you said mental gymnastics. And I think that's definitely what's taking (laughs) place here. It's like a mental gymnastics of sorts. Want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. You're right. This whole thing with Hunter Biden, the indictment on gun possession charges, it does not link this to Joe Biden. I don't expect that it would, but it will give us an insight as to what David Weiss was doing. Had it not been for Judge Mary Ellen Noriega, I think, I think says how she pronounces her name, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Well, I, I take that back. We would be having this conversation because, as I've said so many times, Hunter Biden has been given white privilege. Had he been a black man, he would have been in jail by now for lying on a form saying that he has never been a – he's not a convicted felon or lying on the form saying that he was not using drugs. I also find it interesting that his lawyer, the Democrats lawyer, Abby Loyal, was giving interviews, and he's going scorched earth on the Department of Justice – now, some of you are saying, well, that's what a lawyer is supposed to do. Oh, okay. Well, when Trump did it, his lawyers did it. You guys came out and said, oh, they shouldn't be attacking the justice system. But this guy is like holding back anything. He's blaming David Weiss, saying, this is David Weiss's fault. It's not our fault that David Weiss decided not to charge him when he first had the opportunity to do it. And now this is double jeopardy. And this guy's making all these subtle legal arguments about Hunter Biden. And one of the things that I find rather interesting is that he's saying, well, Hunter Biden really didn't lie. And he was saying this, I think, on MSNBC. And they said, well, what do you mean he didn't lie? He lied and said he was not a convicted felon and that he wasn't using drugs. He said, no, but you've got to look at the question. Because if they were asking him that question at the time he was completing the application, he wasn't using drugs. You guys see what I'm saying? He's saying that if Hunter Biden was completing that application, yeah. and at the time of completing the application, if he was not using drugs that at that point in time, he wasn't lying. No, that's a legal argument. He could use it, and as being as smart as he is, he could probably make a case, and judges would probably just like bow down thinking we don't want to push this because this guy's he's smart, and he might make us look like dummies. So at the time he was completing the application, he really wasn't using it, so he didn't lie. Then it goes to what about the felon well but that happened some time ago so he actually answered the question truthfully now you see how they can they, they'll use these legal lees to get over on the justice system and i would submit to you if hunter biden was a black man with the lawyer saying the same thing he would be laughed out of court he and the lawyer and yeah, you would and have it... the media
0: deriding them andrew yeah you're right and it's interesting how hunter biden Pretty much has this pick of the litter on lawyers, right? Because any lawyer that represents him, it's only going to uh, help their case and their fame uh, to move on to bigger and better things. But when a lawyer represents President Trump, the guy they blackball them, they get fired from their law firms. I mean, we've seen this kind of stuff, and uh, it's quite the opposite with Hunter Biden, since he is on the left side of the aisle. Uh, He can pretty much choose his lawyer and uh, the media will only talk good about that lawyer instead of what happens when President Trump hires a new lawyer. And Republicans must be prepared to shape the
1: narrative. You should have Republicans out now doing their own spin on what Abby Loyal is saying. I don't trust Abby. It was because of Abby that a lot of these judges, including David Weiss, were succumbing to anything that they wanted. And we also got to remember, That this was Biden's Department of Justice who were going to prosecute this case, working with the defense and agreeing to let's give him a sweetheart deal. So Hunter Biden had nothing to worry about. He was going to go right in, plead guilty to a lesser charge, and then, you know, live the rest of his life a free man, knowing that embedded in that agreement was a clause that he would not be prosecuted for any future crimes that he would have committed or had committed, and if they found out about it. Because they were also looking at, well, wait a minute, you have the James Comer and Jim Jordan who were looking at possible crimes that Biden had committed. Well, if anything comes up out of that that's linked to Hunter, he's immune and the agreement has been signed off on. Now, what kind of deal or who would get that kind of deal other than a white man with white privilege with the D in back of his name and the last name Biden? And this is what Hunter was going to get. And you have the media saying, oh, there's no there there. Oh, you can't tie this to Biden. So now that's what they're saying. I don't know if you noticed that, Andrew. They're saying, oh, they can't tie this to Biden. This has nothing to do with Biden. And they're right. This has nothing to do with Biden. This has to do with the rule of law, Biden's son, who is an indicted first son. This has never happened in the history of our nation. Hunter Biden, who's been palling around with his dad on Air Force One secretly in the the beast, the presidential car, getting on the plane. Of course, American people didn't know about it, but the media saw him in the car, sneaking out, getting on the plane and said nothing about it. So he was getting a free ride. Why has the question been put forth, is he paying back taxpayers? Remember when Trump's children would get on the plane and the first thing the media would say, oh, are they paying us back? They can't get a free ride. Why aren't they saying the same thing about Biden's family? Oh, well, we should assume. No, we're not going to assume. We need to know if they're paying back taxpayers. That plane was not designed for Biden's family, but yet and still they're getting free rides across the country. This should not be. So we need to ask the question. The question should be put forth. And we have a complicit media that's okay with this. And and they're still saying, I heard them, and they said this before when this whole thing came up about the, the guns and him being a felon and the sweetheart deal and how he was giving a sweetheart deal, you had some of the media coming out saying, well, this is Biden's son and he loves his son. So we would expect him to protect his son. But I didn't hear that when they were saying that Donald Trump was trying to protect Don Jr. And that he was on Air Force One writing out this long script as to what John John Jr. should say. And he's going to probably resign to keep his son from going to prison. And the American public believed it because the media shaped the narrative. But no one said, well, this is his son. He's going to protect his son, and he wants to protect his son, and we have to understand that. But now they're spinning this to say, well, this is Biden's only son. He lost his daughter. He lost his wife, and he lost his other son to cancer. Don't think I'm not being uh, unsympathetic, but his wife, first wife and daughter, they died – they were killed almost 40 years ago. Okay. Now, I know you don't get over it. You learn to live with it, and he's learned to live with it because he has moved on and married Jill Biden, stole Jill Biden from her husband. They had an affair, and they married, and he had, I think, two kids by Jill. So I think he's doing well. that He's living with it, and he had moved on. So fast forward. You now want us to think that, well, he's trying to protect his son. Well, that's his last son. Well, he's got a couple of other daughters. And one of the daughters i think ashley we heard a lot of like salacious things in her diary that of course the media is saying is russia disinformation but if it's russia disinformation why did the fbi under the direction of biden chose to go and find the diary and confiscate the diary the daughter is a private citizens we didn't vote for her if
0: right. she lost her diary that's her fault and remember biden's own words was that hunter biden was the smartest man that he's ever met and we were told that hunter biden would have nothing to do with this Biden administration. But Daily Mills reported that uh, during Biden's recent overseas trips that Hunter uh, accompanied him on, he was actually advising Biden on what to say and um, how to behave around these world leaders. So uh, the White House is trying to be sneaky about it, but it looks like he's actually got like an advisor role. For this White House, and uh, this is not what they promised us. They told us that Hunter and would have nothing to do with Joe, just like they told us that Joe never spoke to any of Hunter Biden's business associates when he had on over sixteen different occasions. We now know. Hunter Biden advising his dad.
1: You know, and some would say, oh, that's how could that be it's so
0: far-fetched? No, I could see
1: it, Andrew, because he was advising his dad. This is what you need to say to this person because we're trying to get $10 million from. Him. This is what you need to say to this other person. This is how you need to present yourself. So I could see it. Initially, I was thinking, why would he use this guy who's a crackhead? Well, no, I see why he was doing it because he knew, hey, I'm going to tell you what to say. There's a code word so that we can get the money. If you say the code word, they will unleash all the money and we can get it. Remember the phone call they said that Hunter had, and he was telling someone, I'm sitting here next to my dad. I don't see the 10 million. And if you don't put it in the account now, you're not going to like what's going to happen. And I'm being real serious. No, some are saying that the dad wasn't there. Okay, let's say that the dad wasn't there. But the fact that he used the dad's name and the business partner on the other side believed it because he probably, probably spoken with Joe before. Why wouldn't he just release the $10 million? And why wouldn't Hunter say that, even if he was bluffing? This was an enterprise, a criminal enterprise family with all of them getting money and all of these bazillion LLCs. And as I mentioned to you guys before, the whole thing with the SAR suspicious activity reports that banks file, this is how banks get in trouble, because they see suspicious activity taking place. But if if it's of someone of that caliber, the Bidens, they won't say anything about it. Well, we don't want to say anything about it. We better be quiet because we don't want to m- ruffle any feathers. Remember the whole David Weiss deal and his backup, this woman whose name, last name was Wolf, when they were going to investigate Hunter Biden? And they said, we need to question him. And she said, no, we're not going to do it because if we do that, we're going to get the error of the White House and so let's just move over. And then you had these other FBI agents saying that they were wondering, why can't we investigate Hunter Biden? Why can't we question them? Remember that? And they were told, no, you can't do it. Don't question them. Don't say anything about it. And then they went and gave Hunter Biden's attorneys the heads up that they were going to possibly raid the, the Biden compound. And then the media wants us to think that there's no there there. There's nothing here. It doesn't involve his, uh, the dad. OK, let's say it doesn't involve the dad. But when you have Gary Shapley, who's testifying that this is what happened, that they wanted to investigate, they wanted to question Hunter Biden and his siblings, and they were told not to do it by David Weiss, second oh, chief in command. Don't do it. And now fast forward, when they went to court for the sweetheart deal, and then you had this judge to say, wait a minute, I've never seen a deal like this before. Are you sure you want to do this? And the whole thing just fell apart before our very eyes. And if we had a legitimate media, they would have covered it and said, folks, this should not be happening. And yes, you can tie this to Joe Biden. As far as what happened with the Department of Justice. Why can't we tie to Joe Biden? Because it's his Department of Justice. Merrick Garland was completely aware as to what was going on. He knew what they were going to try to do. He knew it. And see, this would have never came out had it not been for Gary Shapely, the IRS whistleblower, who said, This is wrong, this stinks. But they wanted us all to think that, oh, there's there's no there's no there, there. This is all on the up and up. But it wasn't on the up and up. And we now see that it wasn't on the up and up. You had Joe Ziegler to say the exact same thing. These are IRS whistleblowers who should be celebrated. Democrats love celebrating whistleblowers, they love it. Remember that Venman, Alex Venman? Oh, they celebrated him. Oh, he's coming out with the truth and we should praise him. We're going to give him book deals, we're going to put him on TV. When his biggest problem was that he had been demoted, he had been questioned by his superiors as to him trying to be overly involved and matters that had nothing to do with him. But the media wanted to celebrate him. So now here we are with Hunter Biden, and we're looking at what he did, what happened, and how the entire Justice Department was behind this man and his criminal activities, and we're supposed to believe that, oh, there's no there there. They're just doing this. It's going to be double jeopardy because Abby Loyal, this big-time Democrat attorney, who's smart, knows how to finagle around the system and get what he wants. And I would tell you guys something else that you need to look at that you're probably completely unaware of, and I've mentioned this before. If you go and look at Joe Biden's Department of Justice, and you look at the people that are working behind the scenes, you will see that a lot of these guys that are working behind the scenes had previously worked with Hunter Biden at the law firm that Hunter Biden was working at when he got out of law school and started making a million dollars. No lawyer comes out of law school making a million dollars, unless he has his own private practice. But Hunter comes out and, and immediately starts making a million dollars. At most, 250000 the least amount, $189, one hundred eighty-nine or one hundred ninety. But a million? For what? What have you done? Unless you're going to bring influence, unless you're going to bring clients to us, clients that your dad know, people that your dad know. So if you were to look at the Department of Justice and you look at the individuals that have comp- filled in those positions, they all work with Hunter Biden at the law firm so they're all covering for him. They all knew what was gonna happen, but we're being told not to look at this. Now, here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we don't have the resources to go out and expose all this, but you have a media that has the resources to do it, but they're focusing their resources on taking down Donald Trump, because he's a threat to democracy, when you have the man in the White House who is the biggest threat, who's allowing China to just railroad right over us, who's allowing China and Russia and Africa, and Brazil to come together, and Iran to come together and form a new monetary system. But we're told there's nothing to see here. Don't look here. Everything is hunky-dory. Just be happy. Andrew, this is not going to end well at all.
0: Yeah, very well said, Rob. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew.
2: How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. In 2008, people could spend an average
3: of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only 8 seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced Nutrition Company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD.
1: So, Andrew, as I was mentioning we went to break that, if a closer observation of the Biden White House behind the scene, pulling back the curtain to see the people who are running the day-to-day jobs. Because when a new administration comes in, there are so many positions that have to be filled. And you are relying on either your contacts or people that you're beholden to. And in most cases, people that are running for these offices, they're beholden to a huge swath of individuals because they can't run a campaign without the finances of those individuals. And and not just them directly, but they're all connected with friends. And they'll say, hey, give money here, give this money, and we'll make certain that once you give it, you'll have a position or seat at the table. So when you look at this administration, the Biden administration, and you look at, the people that are behind the scenes, you will find out that in the justice complex area, you have Merrick Garland, who we know, we all know is corrupt. Let's just put that out there. We all know that Merrick Garland is corrupt. Okay. Merrick Garland is still mad that he's not on the Supreme Court. And he feels that the Republicans stopped him. So now he's going scorched to earth on Republicans for trying to take down anything that they want to do, anything that they're doing. He's taking down parents at schools. He's going after them. He's saying that they are domestic terrorists. How can a parent be domestic terrorist if the parent is just asking for a school curriculum? And we learned the other day, just to throw this in, that Governor Glenn Youngkin decided to pardon a parent who questioned a school board over the protection of his daughter. His daughter was raped on the school grounds by a transgender, was raped. And the school wanted to hide it. The school wanted to pretend as if though it didn't happen. No, I don't know why that's not making more news. I don't know why the soccer moms aren't up at arms over it, because they seem to be up at arms over everything else. They seem to be up in arms over mean tweets, what they call mean tweets that Trump is sending out. But they're all quiet when it comes to a female being raped on a public school campus. I mean, I need to meet these soccer moms and see what's ticking up there. And Republicans need to do a better job talking to these soccer moms. And as I said before in one of our shows, we need to find a new voting bloc. Because I'm beginning to question the intelligence of soccer moms. Though some people say, oh, don't say that because that's a huge block. Well, we can find a huge block somewhere else. As as I've mentioned before, you got the black population. you got black men that outnumber these so-called soccer moms that you could go and you could speak to. You have all these other communities that you could go to. Forget about the soccer moms because they don't have their heads screwed on tight. I mean, what mom is going to sit by and allow their child to be raped by a transgender and say, oh, well, you know, we got to have diversity and equity. Are you crazy? We need to rethink this. We definitely need to rethink this. But going back to what I was saying when, we, when I opened up, is that looking behind the scene and seeing the people that are operating, the day-to-day that have the machine running fluidly, and you will find out that within the Department of Justice, you have lawyers who had previously worked at the law firm of Hunter Biden. I mean, look at this judge who's going to preside over Trump's case, Tanya Chutkin. She worked at the law firm. I don't know why she won't recuse herself. I don't know why she feels that she has to hear this case. She has to preside over it. But if there is a very appearance of we can't have a fair trial, you would think that she would step down. But, of course, she won't. Why? Well, one, because she's a black woman. And she wants to give the image that, hey, this is the black woman who's in charge, who's going after Trump, the white man, and she's going to put it to him like she, like she should. Okay, and of course, the narrative of the media, they'll spin this with, oh, look, black women, they're in charge, black women in power. And then you'll have people falling along. Oh, yeah, after all these years, black women are doing something. They're going after a white man who's been so bad, as opposed to saying, wait a minute, folks. She's a token. She's a tool. She's being used to make you think this. Because this black woman would probably put your sons and daughters in jail the same way Kamala Harris did when she was in California. And she was supposed to be a black woman. And remember, notice I said supposed to be because in any given given day, she'll say that she's an Asian woman. But because her dad was Jamaican, her mom was Indian, you know, she just goes between the two. And I'm not making fun. I'm just speaking truth to power. And we need to be able to have these conversations, we as Republicans, as conservatives, need to take the narrative from the mouth of these Democrats because they're just going loosey-goosey with it. And they'll say whatever they want to say, and then we sit down quietly, afraid to speak up because we don't want to be seen as being a racist. Well, they already see us as a racist, just in case you didn't know that. But back to my story here, looking behind the scenes, pulling back the curtain, and you will see all of Hunter Biden's friends. You have one attorney, uh, in fact, that comes to mind who was actually representing Hunter on a couple of cases, and he decided to step down. Christopher Clark, he was Hunter Biden's former lead defense attorney. He decided to step down. Why? Because he's saying, I might be called to testify if these charges are pushed and they prevail against Hunter Biden. Well, why is that? This is supposed to be a smart guy, Christopher Clark. Now, when you look at him, you might think that's an attorney. Really? Well, look at Hunter Biden, the man that Joe Biden says is the smartest man he's ever known. <laughs> so go figure. And then there's another guy, Nicholas McQuaid. He's a former assistant attorney general, but he's still working behind the scenes. You look at him, he has a grim smile on his face, a questionable character. And then when you look down from there, cascading down, and you look at all of their contacts and the people that they know that are working at the, the, the State Department, and the Department of Justice, rather, you'll see that they're all six degrees of separation connected to Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Some of them even worked in the Clinton White House. Some of them even worked for Barack Obama. This is the reason why I have said, and I keep saying this, and I wish Republicans would sit down and think about this. We need to move a lot of these jobs, a lot of these administrations out of D.C. and move them to the heartland. We need to move them out. Because what is happening is that these individuals, every time there's a change in administration, you keep getting Democrats going in, filling these positions and they will not work. They will. They say, well, can you be fair and objective? No, they cannot be. These are human beings. Okay, let's just be honest. These are human beings. I don't care how many times you want to say, can you be objective? Can you sit down and listen to a case? Oh yes, I can. No, they can't, especially if they have a D behind their names. Few and far between. I would say, Andrew, to really, to be honest with you, when you're looking at this, I would say who could be fair and balanced? Probably 10%. If that, I would I would say 5%. But as a whole, when you have a Democrat going against a Republican, they will not be fair and impartial or unbalanced. They're going to bring in all of their prejudices. Why wouldn't they? One, they're a human being. Number two, that's all they've been taught from day one at school because all you have is liberal educators because conservatives decided, oh, we don't want that. Give it to them. We're going to go somewhere else. We're going to go to finance. And you see how we missed a big opportunity? We allowed the most important aspects of society. We turned it over to these left-wing nuts and look at what we have now. Fast forward. We have ourselves to blame. We have no one but ourselves to blame because we were busy trying to kowtow to them because we wanted them to like us. So we just look the other way with a lot of these jobs. That is the reason why we don't have the best of the best entering the politics on the Republican side, few and far between. Because the others, they're subject to say, oh, you know, I'm going to just agree with the Democrats. Look at this moment, uh, Loeffler, who was running for Senate in Georgia. And when it was uh, time for the certification of the votes, and she lost her race, I think her name was Kelly Loeffler, she lost her race to a Republican. I mean, I'm i sorry, to a Democrat. Yeah, Kelly Loeffler. She lost her race. And when it was time for the certification of the votes, initially she had said that she was going to stand with Mike Pence and question the certification. She said it as well as the other guy who was running uh, for the U.S. Senate, excuse me, in Georgia, David Perdue. Remember they were running? They were running against two Democrats who won. Uh, Democrats who shouldn't have won because they had no name recognition, but they won because you had outside money coming in to fund them. Herschel Walker was running against one of the characters. But the point I wanted to make here is that They were going to stand Well, Kelly was going to stand with Mike Pence And question the certification of the votes But then after Jan 6 After that silly college board prank After the eh, individuals came in To wanting their voices heard And there were some individuals that were caught up in it Who had nothing to do with it But after all that happened She stood up on the floor of Congress and decided not to challenge the vote. Well, all the good that did for her. You know why? Because Fannie Willis was planning on indicting her. We heard found that out last week. So Kelly wanted to be miss, I want to be mislikability. So I'm gonna say, no, I'm not gonna contest the certification. Well, Kelly, that wasn't gonna do you a whole lot of good, was it? Because they were planning on indicting you. And we just found this out. Now, we should have never known about this, because usually when you're looking at someone that you're going to indict, you don't put their names out there because you wanted to protect them. You don't want people to think that they actually did something wrong. Now, isn't that interesting? You don't want people to think that they did something wrong. Now, when you're indicted, that doesn't mean you've done something wrong. The only thing they're saying is that we feel that we should investigate. We should look at this a little further, just in case there is malfeces. The two are incongruent. It doesn't make any sense. Because in one instance, you have a person who was under investigation, didn't get indicted, so you're not going to release their name. Whereas on the other hand, this person was indicted, you're going to release their names, but it's not to say that they're guilty. But in the eyes of the media, you're guilty no matter what. Unfortunately, they won't apply that same metrics when it comes to Hunter Biden. For him, they want to say, oh, well, he's not guilty. These are just trumped-up charges. He's going to get off. And you know what, Andrew? He probably will get off. Because when you have someone like Abby Lowell, who's out there spinning the law, spinning legalese, and people unaware of it, of course. People will sit down and say, oh, well, he's got a good point. You know, Why are they doing this to Hunter? And I would submit to you, I would just say, well, because Hunter is a white man with white privilege, he'll get off. No other reason. He'll just get off because those charges should stick. But going back to what I was opening with, peeling back the curtain and looking behind the scene, and you will see that working there is nothing but Democrats. They all think the same, and their whole, whole idea is we're going to stop Republicans by any means necessary. So even if Biden were to lose the election, even if he is kicked out and in comes a Republican, look at who's working behind the scene, Democrats. And yes, some of these people are appointed, but then you have the regular civil servants who are Democrats. If you were to do a survey of the people that are working behind the scene in D.C. as to their political affiliation, don't be at all surprised if you were to see that, I would say, 99% or 95% are all Democrats. And do you actually think that they're going to push forward an agenda of a Republican? Think back to when Trump was in office and you had all this information being leaked on a daily basis, people saying, oh, this is the most leakiest White House. I said the same thing. And I'm like, who does Trump have in place? Well, it doesn't matter. Even if the people he picked were loyal to him and not leaking, the other individuals, the civil servers, were leaking. They had access to documents that they shouldn't have had access to. And some of them did have, uh, were supposed to have access to it, clearance to it but they weren't supposed to be leaking the information, but they were. Don't doubt for a minute that a lot of these Democrat-leaning or liberal reporters have, don't have access to these individuals. Now, you see why I keep saying we need to move D.C., our, our government, out of D.C. And not just, I mean, because people think it, they're thinking, well, we're going to move everything, the Capitol, the Pentagon. No, move some of it. You can keep a contingency in D.C., but say, okay, we're going to outsource a lot of these jobs because, you know, here in America, they love outsourcing, albeit they like to outsource to uh, India or Bangalore. I don't know why. Why don't they outsource to Africa? Why is it always India? Are we saying that they're the smartest people out there? Because I tell you, you got a lot of smart Africans that are coming here. Very smart. But that's a story for a different day. But definitely outsourcing. 50 percent of it. Put it in Alabama. Put it in Tennessee. Why can't we do it? We don't need everything in D.C. would group think. Because when you have it that way, a situation like the Hunter Biden happens with everyone trying to protect him because he's the first sign. He's 53 years old. He's an addict. He's a failure. He's not as smart as Joe would like for you to believe. This guy just woke up, I would say, within the past Five to six years and willing and dealing and making all these million-dollar deals, you got the average businessman who doesn't make deals like that, unless you have name connection, which is what he has, and selling influence. And then you want us to believe that oh, he's protecting his son, he loves his son. What father wouldn't protect his son? Yeah, but you got a lot of black families want to protect their sons also. And they're not being protected because they don't have the name influence. Look at Jesse Jackson Jr. He has name influence, and he couldn't get protected. They threw him in jail for 13 months. But no one wants to talk about it. And this is what angers me about the right media. They won't talk about this. This is a story that if you were to cover and put it out there, Black people would would resonate with them. They would say, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. They'd better throw Hunter Biden in jail. He deserved jail time. Hey, who am I? I'm just putting out the facts, and I'm just showing you why and how our government is completely corrupt with the Hunter Bidens of the world, and something needs to be done. Joe Biden should not be in office. This man is completely compromised. You know, it seems as if though no one wants to talk about it. Look at the whole Miranda Dubai the laptop deal and how they said it was Russia disinformation, that we can look at it and that Russia had created it. You had people coming out saying it, and now it's a different story. Now they're telling us, oh, well, maybe we should look at it. Maybe, maybe, maybe what? We were right all along. And no one has is yet to come out and say, You guys were right. You know why they want not say it, Andrew? Because they want to stick to that fake narrative because they know that Republicans are afraid to go against them on it. But here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're not afraid. And we're going to keep bringing it up
0: until it starts to resonate and we get some traction on it. That's right. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell works at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to americaoutloud.shop, check out the great products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. Or you can find it on healthycell.com. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Ancy. We're back here on After Dark with Robert Andrew, and uh, just to discuss some news from the past week, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., remember a couple months ago, came out and said that he was denied Secret Service protection from the Biden administration, even though uh, his family's track record of being assassinated, uh, Biden didn't make the goodwill gesture of providing him with Secret Service protection. Well, fast forward to this past weekend, and um, a guy was shadowing his security that was dressed as a U.S. Marshal with guns on him, but that he wasn't recognized, so he was detained. And uh, we don't know what this guy's motives are as of yet, but certainly had to be very scary uh, for Robert F. Kennedy for this guy posing as a U.S. Marshal. Uh, to be following him. I don't know what his intentions were. They couldn't have been good, however. Just goes to show this Biden administration has no uh, compassion or sympathy for anybody that does not help them out. They will only do things for political gain. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy is a a thorn in their side. They don't want him running for president. So no, they're not going to give him Secret Service protection. And... That leads me to President Trump, if at some point, if Trump is in that, uh, convicted of any of these crimes, if uh, Biden would take away President Trump's Secret Service details. Who knows with this president? He has been uh, shown that he's capable of doing unprecedented things and uh, abusing his power. You're right, Andrew. I Never
1: thought about that, but that is a possibility that Biden could take away Trump's secret service. And the media would form a narrative that why shouldn't he, because Trump can afford his own secret service because he's a billionaire. The same media that will come out and say that Trump isn't a billionaire. The same media who will say, oh, all of his his hotels, they're valued, they're overvalued, which is why Leticia James in New York wants to try him because she's saying that he misappropriated funds, He overestimated the value of his homes, of his properties, rather. And I'm like, OK, here we go. People, come on. This is where, again, I think that the right wing media and Republicans fail when they don't have a counter argument to some of the things that the media comes up with. Because this is just simple real estate, just to say, okay, you always give an appraised value to your property. Of course, you're going to overestimate it. And it's up to the banks to go in and get their own estimates. There's no case here. Plain and simple case closed. But when you don't allow that to happen and you allow these lies to marinate, people start to think, oh, well, maybe there is something nefarious that's happening. When there is nothing nefarious is happening, just going back to what you're saying with uh, Kennedy, Why wouldn't Biden want to give him Secret Service protection? Why wouldn't Biden want to debate him? Why wouldn't the Democrats want to debate him? There's something nefarious that's taking place because Biden can't debate. Biden is an empty suit. I don't care how many times Karine Jean-Pierre says that, oh, he's smart, he's the smartest man I've ever known, you have Nancy Pelosi saying this. No! This man is not smart. This man is feeble. He's 80. And again, we got to take this back to, I mean, I hate that we started talking about age and age and age because the media knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that if we say this, people are going to jump on it. It's not about the age. It's about his cognitive ability because we have a lot of 80-year-olds. We have 90-year-olds that are much smarter than Joe Biden. Look at the Rolling Stone. Look at Mick Jagger. He's 81. He just turned 80. And he's still working on all cylinders. He's still making babies, for God's sake. Joe Biden, the guy can barely get up. He can barely remember his baby's name. (laughs) I mean, think about it, Andrew. He just decided to claim his seventh grandchild.
0: Yeah. It's like our president's being dragged around on a leash, constantly being told what to say and do. And he does whatever they tell him to do. Uh, Did you see his recent social media video promoting his coffee mug that he wanted people to buy? Uh, He tweeted that... Uh, I'll ask you nicely to buy this mug, but I know someone who won't. And then the video of the mug, it's a mug with him in his aviator glasses. And then when you pour hot coffee into it, his eyes turn bright red. So uh, this is the marketing (laughs) campaign that the Biden administration is using, I guess, to raise money for 2024. But uh, yeah, this guy is just completely out of it.
1: I, I heard about the mug. I didn't pay any attention to it, but I didn't know that his eyes would turn bright red, probably bright red from using Coca-Cocaine. Who knows? Because remember, we still, they, although they've stopped talking about it, there was cocaine found in the White House. And while they said that they couldn't determine who it was, the Secret Service, then they came back and said, well, Biden knows who it is, but he's not going to say anything. So maybe it was Biden's private stash. This whole thing just makes me sick. It, Andrew, it stinks to high heaven. I can't believe that anyone would want to buy a mug who would want to say years from now that Joe Biden was the President of the United States? Joe Biden, who's completely compromised? Joe Biden, whose son used prostitutes and hookers, or what they how did they call them because they didn't want to call them that? They were calling them uh, they didn't say women of the nice. I can't think of the term sex workers. Yeah, sex workers who use sex workers as his confidence? Like are you this is a guy we want to say as our president? This is a guy that we want to say who's smart. I don't care how many times you hate Trump. I don't care how many times you say, and people always say, well, I wish he would behave more presidential. Please, stop saying that. How do you define presidential? Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, JFK, Barack Obama, who lied to the American people about Fast and Furious, Barack Obama who sat back and did absolutely nothing. Yeah, he got two terms, but he also allowed Russia to take Crimea, he also allowed Syria when he drew the sand the uh, the line red line in the sand to go across it. That Barack Obama, who said there's no blue America, there's no red America, but he divided us. And then you want to talk about Bill Clinton, who was running around with having uh, sex with the AIDS? and then we can say George Bush, who got us into Iraqi war. Well, how are you defining presidential people who are going to come out and lie to you? and tell you what you want to hear when you know that what they're saying is a bunch of bull crap, whereas you have Ch- uh, President Trump who's sending out mean tweets, and you're like, oh, I, I hate that. Things that you guys do? Come on. Forget about this p- behaving presidential. We only know about that because of social media and because of the rampant access to media. But you look back in the day, and you look at previous presidents, and my God, there is nothing presidential if you want to define presidential about them. So you guys have got to get over that. You look at all these other countries. You look at their presidents. Since we like to identify ourselves as other countries, well, look at what UK is doing. Look at what France is doing. Okay, France, out of the previous president, he was knocking up his uh, mistress and got her pregnant. It was like, there's no big deal. What are you guys talking about Bill Clinton having sex with an aide? We do it all the time. They do it all the time here. But see, Americans like to pick and choose. We only like this aspect of it, not the other aspect. We will fall down flat on our face. Our society, which is like the best democracy going out there, we will be destroyed from within if we don't wake up and start calling out people like Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a miserable failure. He should have never been let in the White House. But he was there because the left cheated. Now, I know a lot of you don't say that because you're going to make independents, gonna, they're, they're going to get all upset. Who cares? They need to grow a backbone. I'm sick and tired of these independents, independents, independents. Grow a backbone. Grow some kahunas. As far as I'm concerned, you guys are all jellyback weenies. It's time to wake up. And then we need to get these strong voters, people who care about the country, to get out there and vote more. And stop all this, well, if my candidate doesn't win, I'm not going to vote. Okay, let's just be honest here. I want Trump in office, Andrew. I want Trump. Trump has a lot of faults. I wish he would take it down a level. I mean, he just goes and goes and goes. But his policies, his commitment to America, I will never question it. Because he cares about the country. He wants to make America great again after Biden has destroyed the country. I do not question his loyalty. I do not question his citizenship. If he does not get the nomination, whoever gets it, the Republican that gets it, I will vote for that person because I know that they too will fight for the country. And they're not going to just turn it over to these crazy transgenders, which is completely make-believe and makeup and it's fantasy. These are not real humans. They've destroyed their bodies. They've mutilated their bodies. Let's just be honest here, folks. Do I love them? I love everybody. But what they're trying to push out there is a bunch of nonsense. It's a bunch of make-believe. You can't come telling me that a five-year-old wants to be mutilated. They've been indoctrinated. So I will always vote for the right and not the left. And their crazy policies. Let's just be honest about it. And we need people like that to be able to come out there and speak the truth. And we need to find judges that aren't going to be so quick to try to arrest you for speaking the truth. Because I would dare say that a lot of them, Andrew, they kneel at the altar of these crazy lefties. They're all kneeling at the altar. Because if they weren't, they would be calling this stuff out. Even that Continger Brown, Jackson, or whatever her name was on the Supreme Court. She should have never been put on the Supreme Court. Never, ever, ever, ever. They want to kick Clarence Thomas off, and they want to keep her on. Why? She's a fake. She doesn't know what a woman is. Come on. Give me a break. Get her off the court. She shouldn't be on the court. She's only there because of diversity and equity. That's the only reason why. And as we mentioned before, you got Gavin Newsom. A lot of people are saying, oh, well, you know, he wants to be the next president. I don't care. But if Dine Feinstein, this is the point I want to make, if she steps down, he's going to put a black woman, another diversity and equity. Black woman might not be good. She's probably horrible. But who cares? We're just going to put her there. And you know why? Because they want to appeal to black women. They want black women to think that, oh, you're powerful and you're this and you're that. Meanwhile, the black family is being destroyed. Oh, my God. I mean, I didn't mean to go there, Andrew, but I felt it coming. Uh, but you were talking about the crazy news. Go ahead. What What is the next
0: item you want to talk about? The, the craziness is happening. Well, I guess since we're talking about uh, sexual deviance in the Democrat Party, uh, we could talk about this uh, Virginia porn dim Susanna Gibson <laughs> is running for the Virginia House of Delegates in a highly contested district that Glenn Youngkin only won uh, by three uh, percent. Apparently, videos have come out of her. She used to work at one of these. Well, I don't know if you call it working, whatever it's called. When you uh, have an OnlyFans account, uh, performing sex acts on her husband. Uh, definitely uh, not a good look when you're a politician. Uh, we remember the uh, Katie Hill fiasco a few weeks ago, where she, or a few years ago, where she was uh, making out with her uh, campaign staffers. I mean, this is uh, just par for the course with a lot of these uh, radical progressive Democrats. Certainly not a surprise to me that uh, sex videos are coming out of this woman who's uh, entering public office.
1: I'm not surprised at all, Andrew, uh, by these characters. Uh, I read somewhere that a majority of millennials, Gen Zers, they see nothing wrong with sex acts on uh social media, performing it, robing, running around in the nude. I mean, it's your body. You should love your body. But there are some things that I think that should be kept private that should not be out in the open. But, you know, with, with the people that we have here now, they feel that, hey, this is my sex life. I want everyone to, protect, to, to participate in it. So I'm not at all surprised at this woman who's coming out and she's now saying, oh, you guys are trying to embarrass me because I have sex with my husband. No, no, not trying to embarrass you because you're trying to have sex with your husband, but you, you were doing it online, and, you, and people were paying you to do it. Now, I don't know if she has children or not, but I feel sorry for her children. But aside from that, Andrew, this is an indication as to how far our society has fallen down. Back in the 80s and the 90s, you had talk show hosts that were denouncing sex workers or prostitutes, and want to call them sex workers now. Women in these girly magazines with their legs open, and they're saying, oh, this is not right. How would a man feel if he, if he were doing the same thing? Fast forward some years later. Women are taking the lead in this. They're all over it. I saw a clip the other night. Uh, I can't remember whose show it was on. I think it was this woman, Rolanda Jones or something. I can't think of her name, but they were talking about Lil' Kim, who's a rapper, And they were saying how her music was so negative and derogatory toward women. And how could she make it? Because it makes women look bad. And you had all these people there talking about it and they're saying, oh, that's right, that's right. Fast forward to today, you have Megan Thee Stallion, you have Cardi B, and there's another trashy rap girl out there. I, I don't even think they have a high school education because they sound like they're man it's horrible but there are all these nasty lyrics that are out there and it's women that are spewing this and you remember we even had nancy uh, not nancy but uh maxine waters come out and say to megan stone oh i heard your song and i think it's just the best because you're taking control
0: oh i'm like my what gosh. and here's the thing about uh, like this latest megan the stallion cardi b song that's blowing up it does have a catchy background tune. Um, certainly, it's, that's the best part of the song. But then you hear the lyrics, and it's just pure filth. And uh, with the background music being so catchy, you know it's going to be marketed to where a lot of kids are hearing this garbage, uh, her talking about her uh, private parts and uh, things like that. They're just totally inappropriate to be marketed towards that audience.
1: Well, see, and that's the thing, Andrew, it has a catchy tune. A lot of it, even the song WAP, it had a catchy tune. But when you stop and listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, my God, they're actually saying this. And they're gearing this toward young children. Remember that guy, Old Time Road? When my kid was in pre-K and kindergarten, that's all he wanted to hear, Old Time Road. At every birthday party, they were playing that. I never heard it. I'm like, what is this? And then I listened to it. I'm like, oh, okay. And then when I saw the character, I'm like, there's something with this guy that I don't like. Now to find out that he's a trans, he's a gay, or he's a whatever. But he was trying to bring kids in to accept his music. And then, okay, now you accept my music. Accept me. This is who I am.
0: Yeah. Satanist. shoes. Satanist. He released.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, are you serious? But see, we... They will catch you with one thing, but when you stop and think about it, you're like, "Oh my God!" Even look at Beyonce, at how she's given her tour and she has all these demonic themes out there, and you're like, "Wow, this is interesting." You can't make this stuff up. So just going back to this woman and her sex tape with her husband, and she's running for office. Years ago, she would even have people. She would have been laughed out. They would have said, "Oh no, you're not going to be in this party." But Democrats, they're okay with it. Because they know that there's a certain section of the population that wants this and embraces this, and they're saying, bring it on. And if we're able to get her in there, we're able to say, look, we even have some woman who's out there opening her legs, and she's open, and she's free. So we are the party that accepts everyone. Yeah. So bring it on. We we accept all the misfits. It's not a way to have a party. And it doesn't look good at all, Andrew.
0: Yeah, performing oral sex on camera for money is okay, but Lauren Boebert at the theater, uh, vaping and maybe getting a little touchy with her boyfriend, that's like front page news. It's like so, uh, backwards the hypocrisy that these people show on a daily basis uh, and once again we pointed out here on after dark with robin andrew we are all out of time tonight thank you for joining us on after dark with robin andrew which is available on america out loud's i Heart radio channel along with uh streaming on spotify pandora tune in radio wherever you listen to your podcast or you can go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.